0: Ashley, would you lead us? Yeah, we stand up, we shout for Proverbs. We're in our series, She Speaks, Searching for Wisdom. And She uh, Speaks really comes from the feministic term in Proverbs, Solomon likens wisdom to a lady. He's not saying that men aren't wise because he also contrasts wisdom with folly, who's also a lady, I'm just saying, in the book of Proverbs. And so we, we wanna get wisdom. We wanna listen to what the wisdom of God has to say in our lives. So Ashley, read to us today the text for the message. All right, Proverbs thirteen twenty. He who walks with wise men will be wise, but the companion of fools will be destroyed. Come on, we're gonna break that down, honey. Hey, by the way, she's about to have our baby in like three and a half weeks from now, so we're excited about that. Lots of babies coming into the church. It's like, it's like another boomer situation going on in here. Somebody's got to do it. She said. Well, let's. Hey, if you're a guest. Um, Hey, okay, if you're a guest, we're going to invite you to join along in our victory confession. We say it every Sunday, and it's going to be on the screens, just a confession of faith. Uh, You can watch us say it, or you can say it along with us, but let's say it together on the count of three. One, two, three. I'm here on purpose because I have a purpose. My heart is open. My mind is ready to receive because God is not finished with me yet. My best days are right in front of me and I have victory in my life because Jesus lives in me. God, we thank you for victory. Lord, we thank you for grace, for hope. Lord, this morning, speak to us. Let us leave today refreshed, encouraged, challenged, renewed, revived. And God, I thank you that today you would do something fresh in our hearts. Lord, I thank you that today we are ready to receive. We push aside every distraction. God, we're not gonna think about what's after this. Lord, we're gonna be focused on your word for our lives today because we know you wanna meet with us today. We know you wanna do something special in our hearts today for every age, every uh, uh, person in this room. God, every gender, I thank you, Jesus, that you have something great. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. All right, give someone a high five. Say, she speaks. She speaks Are you listening? She speaks Sometimes when I get praying, I get praying so strong, I don't realize everything I'm saying and I said every gender. There's only two genders. <laughs> male or female. <laughs> Anyways, does anyone else when you're praying, you get so excited praying and then you're like, "Oh, that just came out." But okay, a couple of us in the room, praise God, I'm not alone in that. But you know man I love I love talking to God. I love listening to God. I love having a relationship with God. There's nothing greater than a personal relationship with God. But in the series on the back of your bulletin, we've got this scripture and you could take notes along with us today. On the back of the bulletin there's a little area for notes and the scripture reads Proverbs 121, that wisdom cries out in the streets. She speaks And the question is, are you listening? And so this month, we've been focusing on proverbs that can help change your life, proverbs that can uh, lead you into greater, uh, better relationships, greater health, a good reputation, honor, that we understand wisdom brings all of these healthy things into our life. But we also know that wisdom is sometimes hard to uh, follow. That the wisdom of God sometimes isn't always easy, but we know that God's not uh, interested in our comfort, he's interested in our character. And so he challenges us to rise up to a higher level, to walk down a path of wisdom. I remember in college I did something really dumb. Anyone else do anything dumb in college? Okay, a few of us in this room. Well, I I had watched some some shows that had kind of uh, influenced me to do something dumb. And basically, I got on my rollerblades. I used to rollerblade all the time. But I got on my rollerblades, and I held onto a rope that was 15 feet long that was connected to the back of a car. And they were pulling me around the streets of Tulsa. Dumb idea. Do not do this. But in the middle of it, I'm asking myself, why am I doing this? Why, Why am I doing this? And I realized, oh, yeah, I saw someone else do it. And then I started thinking about how as a kid, as a teenager, I always used to do everything that I saw uh, on movies, right? If you saw Mighty Ducks, you wanted to play hockey. If you saw Little Giants, you wanted to play football. If you saw Three Ninjas, you wanted to get into karate. Come on, somebody. That was me and John. When we saw movies or when we uh, listened to songs, whatever it was, it influenced us heavily, right? It it influenced the decisions we made, uh, the morals that we had, the standards that we had, um, and some of the things that we did. Even the way that we believed, our attitude was influenced by stuff that we were watching. Nonetheless, I ended up wrecking really bad on, that, on those rollerblades, hurt myself, and I thought, I am never gonna do that again. That was foolish, it was dumb. And here's the point of just the whole story is that the influences you have, the friendships that you have, determine the quality and even the destination of your life. Your relations highly impact your destination. Your relations highly impact your destination. You know, I think about how all of us have a starting point and an ending point. We're, right now we're at a place that maybe we don't wanna be uh, where we're at right now, but we have a, an idea, a vision for our life. For instance, you know, um, someone might have a starting location, they're single, a lot of bad habits, but your ending location is to be happily married, right? Another person might have a starting location right now. You've got a lot of debt, uh, you have no budget, you've got a lot of school loans, but your ending location is to be debt-free, be a millionaire, and lots of money to burn. Come on, somebody. Another person, maybe you're here today, you're a parent. You've got two like out-of-control, lazy kids, but the ending destination that you hope to end up at is that they're gonna be graduating with honors and a full-ride scholarship. I mean, those kids are gonna uh, get into... God's plan for their life. Another person, maybe you're here today and you say, man, I've got some bad addictions, I've got bad relationships with my family or friends, and I've got bad health. But your ending destination is to be free from addictions, healthy relationships, and top shape health in your body. But the question is, how do we get to our destination? How do we get to where we wanna go? How do we get to that place of success that God has called us to go to? And I wanna tell you today, God has a plan for you to succeed. Jesus didn't die on the cross so you could live a, a, a life of defeat, of tragedy, of tons of regrets. He died on the cross so you could have resurrection life, walk in victory, uh, have, have heaven on earth, not just heaven when you get to heaven, but be able to invite heaven on earth into your life. But the question is, how do we do it? How do we get there? And I think the, the point that I want to bring out today is that relationships matter. Influences matter. Influences matter. Because ultimately, they're gonna help get you either on the right path or the wrong path. We get direction from two places. Number one, as believers, we get direction from God. If you're not getting direction from God, man, you (laughs) you need to change something today and start seeking godly counsel. It's in his word, man. He gives us direction. This is a light unto our path. This is a lamp unto our feet. But the second place we get direction from that I wanna focus on today is people. God blesses us with people who help us get in the right path that will lead us to our right destination. Your parents, I'm thankful for my mom. What a hero, what a champion. Uh, my grandma, people who have <laughs> taught me how to be the man of God I need to be. In your life, whether you realize it or not, there are people who've helped you get to where, you're, you're not, you didn't get here on your own. You're standing on the shoulders of giants and generals who've gone ahead of you, who've helped you, who've prepared the way, who've trained you. There's teachers that have taught you things. You're not successful all by yourself, right? I mean, success can become very intoxicating thinking that you did this all by yourself. And intoxicated people make really bad decisions. You've got to step back and say, man, it was, it was people, and it was the right people. And the question is, am I listening to the right people now in this season of my life? Are the decisions I'm making affected by the counsel I'm listening to? The truth is we're all taking cues, whether it's financial cues, relational cues, health cues, cues for our spiritual life. We're all taking cues from somebody and sometimes we don't even realize who we're taking those cues from. For instance, all of us watch TV at times, and maybe you've watched uh, Dr. Phil, or maybe you've watched Oprah, or Jimmy Fallon, or some show, and you go, man, that's, that's good stuff. That's good advice. These people are funny. I mean, Oprah's giving cars away, you know, and, and Dr. Phil, tough love. I mean, he, he must know something about life or marriage, and I just wanna say good advice doesn't always equal God advice but we don't realize that sometimes these shows affect us. And then if it's not these shows, it's shows we watch either on Netflix or shows we watch on TV, and we find a favorite show, we start watching it, and that show starts to influence your standards. It starts to influence some of the things you believe. It even changes your attitude. I remember one time my dad came home and John and I were watching a TV show on TV, and uh, it wasn't a show that him or my mom wanted us to watch, and we were younger, and he said, turn that show off. And immediately I like had this rebellious tone, why? And he said, that's exactly why we're turning that show off because it's a show about rebellion. <laughs> and uh, I was like, what? You know. And I didn't even realize the show had kind of gotten into my attitude towards my parents. And you don't even realize that sometimes shows can influence the way that you think, the way that you act, some of the decisions that you make, and, uh, and even your beliefs, even your standards, like things you used to be convicted about, the more you watch some of these shows. And I'm not saying all these shows are like terrible for your life. I, I'm not saying that just because you're a Christian you can't watch TV. I'm just saying consider what you're watching and is it influencing you in a negative way? Ashley and I one time started watching a show right when we got married. And uh, some, some people had kind of recommended hey, check this show out. We were watching it, and we didn't even realize it was affecting the way that we were talking to each other. It was affecting the way I was treating her uh, with not the greatest kindness, and after about six episodes of watching the show, he said, you know what? I think this show is kind of, uh, it's not helping us become the right spouse towards each other. It's not helping the way that we talk to each other, so we cut off the show. But if it's not shows, then it's, it's channels we watch like the news or interviews we watch. And uh, when you're listening to these people talk about their opinions of the current events that are happening, all of a sudden that negative critical spirit can sometimes get inside you constantly complaining about everybody and everything. And you don't realize it, it's starting to affect the quality of your life. And then we listen to celebrities, right? We listen to, we follow people on Twitter like Justin Bieber or Instagram. You follow people on there. You look at athletes and you say, man, I want to I be like them. I want to think like, I want to do what they're doing. They're successful. But the question you have to ask is, is this advice, is this relationship, is it really helping me become the man, the woman of God I'm called to be? Proverbs investigates your relationships, Proverbs spends a lot of time talking about the relationships you allow in your life and the influences you listen to. And the last category that we sometimes don't realize is affecting us is uh, people that we uh, listen to that are right around us, teachers and family members and friends and then politicians that we kind of uh, follow. And as, as a leader goes, so the nation goes. And that's why it's important for us to really pray for our leader, to hear from God and, and then consider when it comes time to vote, to vote in godly leaders, and we, un- we understand this as believers when it comes to like uh, voting in the right, yeah, praise God, voting in the right person into office. But I have a question for you. Are you voting in the right friends into your life? Are you voting in the right counsel into your house? And we think, when well, this is a really good message for young people. This is a really good message for all people. Because Proverbs, God thought Proverbs was good enough to be in the Bible, and he put it right in the middle and said, I wanna help make your life better. And here's how, here's how. Jesus plus nothing equals everything you need, but then get in the word of God and learn some choices you can make that will make your life better. So let's, let's think about two, two thoughts here. The right connection will lead you to the right destination. The wrong connection will lead you to the wrong destination. Sounds simple, but for some reason, we don't always take that advice. We don't always get it. One time I was uh, ministering overseas, and I was coming, flying back home, and I was standing in the airport, Jeremy, and it was a two-hour long wait, right? I had gotten there a little bit late, and so I had two hours before the flight was going to leave. The line to the ticket counter was so long, and I asked, how long is it going to be? They said, two hours from where you're standing. I said, oh, man, when's the next flight leave? They said, not until tomorrow, 24 hours from now. So I'm standing there, and out of the corner of my eye, I see T.D. Jakes walking through the airport. I'm like, oh my goodness, T.D. Jakes. You just feel the anointing in the airport. (laughs) I was like, oh my goodness, this is so good. Um, He had been preaching at the conference that I was at, and so I was like, man, I wish I had that connection. He walked right up to the first class ticket counter. They checked him in. They gave him a platter of food and orange juice, and he's walking through there. I was like, T.D. Jakes, I wish I had that connection. And as I'm standing in line, no joke, I feel this tap on my shoulder, and this guy goes, yo, little Doherty, little Billy Joe. I was like, yes. (laughs) This was in another nation, and this man knew my father, and and he had met me earlier that week, and he said, hey, come with me. I said, where are we going? You know, I knew this guy, his name was Reggie Dabbs, and uh, speaker, traveling minister who's preached here before, and he says, "Uh, come with me. I said, where are we going? He said, I'm your connection. I said, okay. You're my connection. So he's walking with the strut. I start walking with the strut right behind him. <laughs> you take on the strut of the man that you follow. Come on, somebody. So I'm feeling confident. He walks up to the first class, hands him his ticket, and they said, yeah, you know, you're, you're top status with our airlines, and he hands him my ticket. They said, well, this guy's in coach. I mean, he's in the back of the plane, and Reggie goes, hey, he's with me. He's, he's with me. They said, okay, if he's with you, we'll let him through. Man, I got to sit in the same breakfast place where T.D. Jakes was. I got to eat some food. I got some juice. It was awesome. The right connection leads you to the right destination. I'm telling you, it's good to have friends in high places too. You you want friends in low places and friends in high places. But the, the, the truth is, is if I didn't have that connection, I wouldn't have landed in that destination. And I want to tell you today, God has connections for you in this house, in this room, that are going to lead you to better destinations than you could on your own. God has a way of getting you there uh, 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 further, getting you to that place you need to go at an accelerated pace when he brings the right person across your path. Divine connections is what I call it. But at the same time, you know, that, that same type of story, different You know, other side of it, I had a friend in in high school, very talented, very athletic, could play all the sports, uh, fastest guy in our school. But one thing that was wrong was he was always hanging around bad influences. And people would say, "You gotta stop hanging around those people. That's it's not good for you. You have a calling on your life. You have a destiny for your future." And he just wouldn't really listen to them. And it was by the grace of God, he graduated from from high school here at Victory. And one of the cool things was he got a full ride scholarship to a Division One university at a southeastern university uh, in, in the United States. And He went to go play football there. He started as a freshman, which is amazing. When you start as a freshman in football at a division one university, you're good. (laughs) The sad thing was he got connected to the wrong influences and he was at a party one night and they had a gun and he ended up shooting that gun and no one got hurt, but the cops came. He ended up losing his scholarship, losing his influence, and they said you were guilty by association, hanging around the wrong people. I want you to think about those words, guilty by association. Who are you hanging out with? Church, I, I felt so just impressed to preach this message to us because I think it's so important that the relationships we have, the people we hang around with, the influences we listen to, it matters. It matters. It determines the kind of life that you live and the kind of attitude that you have and the kind of decisions that you make. And God wants you to make the right connections and listen to the right influences. One question we've been asking in this series is what does wisdom require of me? Can we ask that together this morning? What does wisdom require of me? The answer is to listen to God's wisdom about the advice that you get and the friendships that you make. To listen to God's wisdom about the advice that you get and the friendships that you make. I wanna give you three ways to do that. Three ways to have godly influence in your life, godly friendships that are gonna get you to the right Place Number one, consider the source. Dad used to always tell me, consider the source, Paul. Consider the source. Is this a person that you wanna be like? Do they have the results in their life that you wanna have one day? Is this source a credible source? Are they trustworthy? Or are they just, do they have an agenda? Do they, have, do they wanna control you, manipulate you? Are they a source that, that um, is influencing your relationship with God for the better or for the worse? Consider the source. Proverbs 12, verse six, is the words of the wicked are like a murderous ambush, but the words of the godly save lives. The words of the wicked are like a murderous ambush, but the words of the godly save lives. Consider the source. Are their words helping you or hindering you? Today, you might need to think about some relationships that need to change, people that you're hanging out with, toxic, re- toxic relationships, um, you know, I think about how in, in my life, there's been times where I, I hurt to see somebody leave my life, but in the long run, God said, it was for your benefit. It was for your blessing. I was rescuing you because that, that relationship was not leading you down the right path. You need to thank God today for some of the relationships that have been cut off from your life so that you could be in this place today, so that you could be sitting in the right spot. You need to thank God for some people in your life who prayed for you, challenged you, convicted you, told you to get back into church because it's getting you on the right path. But think about the source of who you're listening to. Proverbs 22, verse 24 through 25 says, do not make friends with a hot-tempered man. Do not associate with someone who's easily angered, or you will learn his ways and get yourself ensnared. The truth is, the source that we're listening to is gonna rub off on us. Their lifestyle, their attitude, Their words, the way they treat their spouse, the way they treat their kids, it's gonna rub off. Consider the source of the person that you're connected with. Consider the source of the shows you're watching. Consider the source of the advice that you're getting. There's a term out there in in our culture called herd assumption, H-E-R-D, herd assumption. It's basically uh, the thought that because everyone is doing it, it's okay, right? Since everybody's doing the same thing, it must be okay. And some, sometimes it happens for a man at the, at the work office. I mean, everybody's working 70 hours a week and hardly spending time at home. It must be okay. Yeah, but you're not everyone. You're called to be a husband and a father. You're called to be a man of God. Ladies, maybe it's women that you hang around with, wherever they might be, and they say, well, everybody's kind of uh, doing this uh, uh, behind their husband's back. Everybody's kind of acting like this, but you're not everyone, ladies. You're a woman of God. You're a daughter of the king. You've got a destiny and a purpose. Don't throw it away just to be around some, some friends that really don't care about your future. Everybody's doing it, Paul. I mean, all, all people that aren't married, they're all kind of sleeping around. You're not everybody. You've got a plan. You've got a future. Wait till you're married. Save it for the right person. And we get into this thought that because everybody's doing it, it must be okay. And that's just not true. First Peter says that we're a royal priesthood, a chosen nation. You're a chosen generation. God has an incredible plan for your life. Don't throw it away connecting with the wrong people. Don't throw it away connecting with the wrong people. There's a big problem right now. Everyone here today and everyone in the world is headed for a destination that they haven't arrived at yet. So be careful who you're listening to and thinking about are these people where I wanna be, right? And here's the thing I love about our church, multi-generational, is that, man, young people, we've got people who are 20, 30 years ahead of us that can teach wisdom to us, that can impart uh, things they've learned from success or failure, that we can learn from them. And older people, you can uh, feed off the energy of the young people. That's the joy and and the the benefit. I'm so glad we are better together as a multi-generational church when we're working together. and and gleaning, young people gleaning from the wisdom of elderly counsel, especially godly counsel from elderly people, godly counsel. You know, two things I want you to think about um, when it comes to considering the source. Be alert for people who constantly try to control you, manipulate you, intimidate you, dominate you, flatter you, uh, disrespect you, devalue you, dishonor you, idolize you, use you, ignore you, or exclude you. Be careful to hang around people that do this on a constant basis. You might need to find some new friends if you've got some people that are constantly doing this to you. That's not gonna get you to the destiny you want for your life. The second group to, to think about is God has called you. I believe this is the cream of the crop. This church is the best church in the world. We are blessed. We, we have so many amazing people in this church from all over Oklahoma. But you know what, just because God has called you and just because there's great people uh, uh, maybe around you doesn't mean that they're always going to, and I wanna put this up on the screen as well, that they're always gonna encourage you, support you, believe in you, affirm you, celebrate you, help you, connect you, applaud you, you, acknowledge you, recognize you, promote you. But here's the good news, don't allow people's resistance to stop your obedience towards God. God's called you, he'll open the doors. There may not be a lot of people that are applauding you, helping you, encouraging you. You know, there's really, I feel like a, uh, think about the story of Naomi and Ruth. Very rarely does a Ruth come along that will support you and help you and be beside you. Think about David and Jonathan, the friendship that he had. Very rarely does a Jonathan come along and stand beside you through thick and thin and support you and encourage you. But I'd rather have one Jonathan than a 100 other people who don't really have my back that just kinda say they're my friends. It's good to get one or two solid relationships in your life that care about your future, that are gonna call you to a higher standard for your life. Number two, how do we we get godly counsel and follow uh, godly friendships, have godly friendships? We seek and follow godly, wise counsel. Number two, we seek and we follow godly, wise counsel. Mark, I want you to come up as I get ready to close. Proverbs 19, verse 20 says this. We're gonna throw it up on the screen. It says, uh, take good counsel and accept correction. That's the way to live wisely and well. Take good counsel and accept correction because that's the way to live wisely and well. Don't think you know it all and don't go to the people who aren't really following after God. Get godly counsel if you want to live well. The other scripture that we have on this point is Proverbs 15, 22. Without counsel, plans go awry, but in the multitude of counselors, they are established. You need to get godly, wise counsel for your future, for your life, for your present Right after my father passed, I knew in my heart that I was gonna be a pastor here at this church. But I didn't wanna tell anyone yet because I didn't wanna uh, you know, be like Joseph and get sold into slavery or something. You know, I was the youngest in my family. But one thing I did know was that God had called me to serve as pastor. And in the meantime, until that happened, to serve my mom and serve this church. One thing God said is, Paul, seek out godly wise counsel and follow their advice. So I began just getting with different men and women in this church that I looked up to, admired, you know, and spending time with my mom, learning from her, with my grandma, with Pastor Bruce Edwards and Bill Wells. And then I began reaching out with uh, people like Terry Henshaw and Tom Newman, and then reaching beyond our community and connecting with Larry Stockstill and Jensen Franklin and and Joel Osteen and different men out there that I admired the, the ministry and the calling on their life and thinking about, God, you have great plans, but if I don't connect with people who are ahead of me, and listen to their advice and listen to their counsel and, and connect with people that can help you in a variety of ways, you're gonna miss out on all the things God has for you. And you might be sitting here today and say, man, I'm, I'm kind of too old to get counsel." You are never too old to get counsel. You are never beyond a place to get wisdom from outside assistance. You need it from God and you need it from godly peers around you. You need it from people around you who might be a little bit older, who might've walked through the storm that you're walking through right now. Don't ever isolate yourself. Proverbs 18 says, a man who isolates himself seeks his own destruction. Do not isolate yourself. Isolation is a setup for destruction. Seek out godly friendships. Seek out godly counsel. You're not gonna find godly friendships outside of the church. The right people are found in the right environment. You gotta get connected here at Victory. You gotta connect with some people around you. You want some right relationships, some right connections, get in the right environment. That's where it's found. You know, Rehoboam, a story in the Bible about a man who had wisdom all around him, had godly counselors. First Kings chapter 12, one through 12, we read the story that he left the counsel of the godly elders, verse eight, and he followed the advice of some of his buddies who had kind of grown up with him. The sad thing is, it's, it's okay to have, it's good to have buddies that are your same age. But when it comes to getting advice and wisdom, your buddies haven't been where you're, you're going yet. They haven't been there yet. Like if you're 19 and you're hanging out with other 19-year-olds and you just got married, don't ask your 19-year-old friend how to have a healthy, long-lasting marriage. That's good to have a buddy in your life, but you need to go and ask a 60-year-old who's been married for 40 years, who's walked through some storms and some battles, and get some advice on how to have a long-lasting, healthy marriage. I think sometimes we're so resistant to receive wisdom from people who've been where we wanna be, and and oftentimes we opt for the, the counsel of people who just kinda tell us what we wanna hear. Make me happy flatter me. I'd rather have truthful criticism than fake flattery. I'd rather have some people that say, Paul, you need to grow up in this area. Paul, you need to change in this area. Paul, there's some things here. I love you too much. I love you too much. You need some friends like that in your life. The good thing is God has them in store for you. The last point of this today is connect with the right people. Connect with the right people. Connect with the right people. Here's what happens when you start connecting with the right people. Proverbs 27, verse 17 starts happening. Iron sharpens iron iron sharpens iron. You start getting sharper. You start getting encouraged. You start becoming a man, a woman of God that he's called you to be. When you're in that right environment, hanging around the right people, you start getting on the right path that's going to lead you in the right destination. Iron sharpens iron when you connect with the right people. You know, I think about the story of, of Mary and Elizabeth in Luke chapter one. Here, Elizabeth had gotten pregnant. She was in her old age and Man, she just didn't have uh, any friends around her. She she was barren for a long time, and God blessed her, and she was impregnated with John the Baptist. Well, months went by after she got impregnated, and she didn't feel any kick. She didn't feel any turn. She was kind of wondering, is this promise still gonna come to pass? Is this dream still gonna come to pass? What's gonna happen to my future? She had been kind of fearful, maybe afraid, doubtful. Am I going to be able to be a good mom to John? I'm, I'm past the age of, of, of being a good, good mom. I mean, am I going to be able to really raise him the way that I need to raise him? And all she needed was just a little bit of encouragement, a little bit of help. And one day, a friend showed up at her door, and that friend knocked on the door. And when Elizabeth opened the door, Mary said, greetings. And right when she said, greetings... That baby inside of Elizabeth just leaped for joy. She could feel her promise, her dream, her vision coming back again. That's what a good friend does. They ignite the vision inside you. They sharpen that dream, that promise God's put inside your path. If you don't have friends that are doing that, here's the thing. If you've been answering the door and and something inside you hasn't been leaping, you've been answering the door to the wrong people. Right, You've been answering the door to people who mock you, manipulate you, put you down, they use you, they devalue you, dishonor you. You need to start opening the door to some people who are gonna encourage your dreams, people who are gonna encourage you in the path that you're called to walk in. I think about how Joshua, he had Caleb, David had Jonathan, Esther had Mordecai, Jesus had his disciples, Paul had Barnabas. Everybody needs a good friend to get where you're called to go. I want us to stand on our feet all over this place.